everybody, and welcome to Cold Cuts, the show where none of us have read the script until you see us receiving the scripts live on air, on Twitch, or in the recap episodes that we post up on the YouTubes and the social medias and the other stuff that the kids are into these days. Ah, We are currently in the middle of Nicole Tuttle Robb's story hub, which is also edited by Mariah Clausen. The Cold Cuts concept is based on a concept created by Declan Grogan. There we go, Meredith. Wait a wait to get yourself back on track there. Last episode, Jeb and Grace are still reeling in the aftermath of their previous portal when a new one appears to them. The group must trust each other. Hi, everybody. I don't know how to read today. The group must trust each other despite the terrifying circumstances. But is their bond enough to save each other? Now, I would like to introduce you to our actors. Emery Chase deserves to be mentioned here. They are part of our cast. However, they are currently on an airplane. We hope that you have a safe flight, Emery. Thank you for being part of our cast, but you are missed, but you're still getting your credit. So I would love to introduce you to the cast. That's not Emery. Cast. This week, your question. All of you get the same question, so you don't have to worry about me picking on you, Grant. I'm going to have to talk to you about that off camera, by the way. Just saying. Please continue. <sighs> oh, my God. Are you? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. No, I'm trying to be sassy and go along with the joke here. But just like. Oh, OK. But also suss out like, OK, there's going to be another factor in there this week, isn't there? You sort of trained me to expect it. <laughs> no, here's the thing. I had norovirus this week and I was almost bedridden for three straight days and I had a fever and I had a fever dream that was like, you're too mean to Grant. And I was like, wow, thank you. A moment of clarity that required me to be extremely sick to realize. So Grant, I'm going to be nice to you from now on because of how dreadfully, horribly sick I was. Okay, I had no idea my snark was playing into that. Good grief. (laughs) I am so sorry. I had no idea my snark was playing into that. I'm just going to. Oh, oh, Grant, that was an actual true story. But man, you got to know that I have the improv background. So I guess I'm filling in for Orange as well. Okay, well, there he comes. He's back. (laughs) All right. So the question that I would like to propose to you is that they discovered that the pink portal is in the middle of the ocean. So how do you think they get there? It's not only in the middle of the ocean, it's on the ocean floor. How do they make it today's portal? That's all I want you to think about. First up, we have Delton Engel Sorrel. Well, first off, I want to say most recent dream I had was that my grandma and I flew to the grocery store and got produce. And then I used my immunity to pass on the question. Okay. Because chaos. Yeah. No, that's fine. I gave you the immunity last week, fair and square. So that just means I'm going to ask you a worse question later on. Exactly. I said I was going to stop picking on Grant. I didn't say I'd stop picking on the rest of you. Exactly. All right. Well, we don't have a question to talk about with you. So you get to mute your mic and not talk until I tell you you can talk. (laughs) You mute that mic right now. All right. Up next, we have Corey Sapienza. Hello, Corey. Hello, I am Corey. I play Jeb slash once was yellow, but now it's pretty much just Jeb. And yes, how do we get to the bottom of the ocean? 
I don't know. I feel like, once again, as with most of these questions, it's less of my actual theory and more just wishful thinking. But maybe it's just fully like gills. Maybe we just sure. transform into creatures that can breathe underwater and swim on down. Maybe we're not even in the hub anymore. Maybe we're already in the next portal and thus are capable of transforming. Who's to say? You know, I was just thinking about Annihilation the other day. So that's still very possible. Good book, by the way. Good movie, too. So that's your so transformation. That is a really interesting theory, and I like that. We'll see how it goes. Up next, we have Aubrey Poppleton. Hi, uh, I'm Aubrey, they, them. Uh, I am Malachi the Red. And to answer the question, uh, you know that scene in SpongeBob the movie where David Hasselhoff shows up? Mm-hmm. I want that to happen. <laughs> Now, okay, I, I do have a follow-up question for you there, though. Who voices David Hasselhoff? Well, himself, of course, yeah. Okay, fair. Um, he just pops up into the Zoom. There he is. You can't really see the producers, but I'm, like, looking at them. Like, oh, no, maybe we've been figured out. Or maybe we haven't. Who knows? We'll see. It's as good a guess as any. All right, up next, we have Grant Patrizio. And Grant, guess what? I'm going to get a different question. No, you get the same question. I just wanted to say hi. And thanks for playing along. Oh, hi. Well, sure. No problem. I sort of had like a boring, actual productive theory about this one. Because uh, as we've been going along, more and more of the world, including like things like wood and other natural resources and other animals, have been making themselves like we actually have them in the world now. Mm -hmm. So with Avaris's apparent knack for being outdoorsy, as demonstrated from the last episode, I'm thinking they would actually try to use some of the resources they have and actually build a contraption to get down to the seafloor only for them to get through the portal and realize that the contraption was worthless because they the portal leads to dry land. That is probably actually what happens. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Everything is... Okay, maybe this is why you were picking on me because this is like the second or third episode where I like break the fourth wall and potentially guess it by accident. And it's uh, one time I made the writer mad. So I just I'm like, mm. no, I just as good guess as it. But given how the way things have been written, I could see that out pretty easily. Like you lived in a forest. We found out he's a, a Lurkian mountain man of some kind. So he would know how to build a boat, probably. Of some sort. Yeah. All right. Up next, we have... And also, haha, no plaid. No what? Playing off the joke from last week where apparently I was required to wear plaid. Haha, no plaid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why are you... I'm sad that you're not wearing plaid. Plaid's good stuff. It makes me look fit. I don't want to look fit. There's no shame in being fat. Not not generally, but I shave myself for it. So I'm not going to take the risk. Gotcha. Well, we want to be mentally healthy too. All right. Up next, we have Marissa Catherine. Hello, hello. I play Eve and Green, same person. And yeah, I have an even more boring answer, which would be considering... I like boring. Okay, cool. Mine is like every time we come back, they're phasing in and creating all the new life and trees. So why? I mean, could they just phase in boats? Like we're going to get down there and there'll just might be a boat or even a submarine just sitting there waiting for us to pop into. Yeah. That's kind of where my, maybe it's an underwater adventure. You have to go in that submarine, go underwater and it continues through. It's kind of my. <laughs> that also makes perfect sense given what we know and have considering. Um, yes, Elton. Almost everything organic has, almost everything organic has 
You're doing great. Anyway, almost everything organic's been almost everything organic has wow. been produced and created. <laughs> I told you I have uh, three days in bed with a fever. You're okay. You're doing great. Yeah. So they've already created everything organic. So it's about time that we they start introducing technology. Mm-hmm. Both. That might be our next next thing. Boats technology. And I just really want a scary underwater adventure. That would be awesome. I love underwater horror. When it's done well, it's it's great. It's like Antarctic horror, space horror. All right. Up next, we have Crystal Lee. Hello, hello. I'm Crystal. I'm she, her, and I play Grace, formerly known as Blue. And I think I have a really basic answer for how we're going to get down there. Uh, either swim or tie a rock to our legs. <laughs> <laughs> Very primitive anchor there, huh? But it's an anchor. We have what we've got. We've got rocks. You know, that's like, oh, you just got to hold one, really, and just jump in. If it's at, like, I don't know how far the bottom of the sea is. I mean, Deb was able to see it, so maybe it's not that far deep, or the water's just super, super clear. But, like, uh, I don't know. I just can't wait to find out that Hank's toxic trait is that he can't swim. I think Marissa mentioned that last week. Oh, no. That'd be really funny. I should mention. I didn't give you permission to talk. What a way to go. Oh, shots fired. There we go. How embarrassing would it be to survive all these portals and then accidentally drown ourselves by tying a rock to our legs? That is the the wonderful thought by Corey. Thank you so much (laughs) for putting that out there into the universe. It's appreciated. It's that or underwater horror. I feel like underwater horror would be a really good bonding experience. Also considering like it's a pink portal and Hank seems to just not have any close ties that he remembers and be like, what a better way to have a found family than being forced to survive 20,000 leagues under the sea in a little tin can, you know? And yeah. surviving the Kraken. Oh, the Kraken. Huh. <laughs> 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 That's my favorite from. <laughs> All right. So Twitch chat. Twitch chat, do you have any thoughts or ideas while I ask the cast for any final thoughts? Aside from I miss Emery, because that's true of all of us. Though the portal is just a B. Hank's friend sign up booth. <laughs> Aw, Delton, thank you for typing that out because I didn't give Aww. you permission to talk. Yeah, yeah, you be a good boy. Yeah, you behave for mommy. Ah! Yep. Goodness. Oh. All right, chat wants to know, when is the last time you got into hand-to-hand combat? Like oh. us as people or our characters? How about both? <laughs> Well, I am a pacifist, so I do not pass fists of any kind. Oh, that's great. That's a good pun. I appreciate that pun. I don't think we need any other responses. (laughs) Fuck around and find out. (laughs) All right. I did not grant you permission for that. (laughs) I didn't give you permission to take over granting permission. Just saying. All right. Well, if nobody has anything else that they want to say, Platform, could you please send all of our lovely actors copies of their scripts? And Twitch, my sweet, beautiful Twitch. Did you know that we're affiliates? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. So if you could, pretty please do mommy a favor. And why don't you subscribe to us? Support Indie Theater. Let us have your subscription money. We sure would appreciate it. (laughs) Thank you so much. We'll give you a shout out too. All right. We have one person, two people, three people, four people. One more script before we get started. All right. Hub, episode six, Knowledge by Nicole Tuttle. 
The bright pink glow rippled beneath the waves as the challenger stood on the edge of the cliff overlooking the water. They want us to drown or something? Those waves are dangerous. It's going to be impossible to get there. Not impossible, just highly difficult. Hank's right. We just need to calm down and figure out a plan. It's going to be tough, that's for sure. They all paused, looking out over the water. Eve sighed deeply before gently looking over to Jeb. You're surprisingly quiet. I know you all expect me to freak out, which is fair, but I'm not worried. Uh, how is your shoulder? It hurts a little, but there's a small chance that I might have slightly overreacted in there. <laughs> May I see? Jeb slid the arm of the tunic down to reveal their shoulder. Four small teeth marks punctured into the skin there. Uh, the bleeding stopped and these are already clotted. It's healing well. It's going to be a pain to swim with that, though. That's okay. I think I've swum before. We are going to need a lot better odds than I might have swum before. Well, Hank, I would tell you if I was a champion swimmer, if I could remember anything about my life. We need to get down there. Do we? What now, Avaris? Who's to say the portals don't always show up right away? <laughs> what if we wait, get some rest, relax, then go drown? That feels irresponsible. What if it closes? What if we miss it? What if the tide gets more dangerous the longer we wait? Let's vote. What? We keep arguing and wasting time. So from now on, we vote, okay? Seems like a good idea. Okay, all in favor of waiting out and resting before going. Avaris raises his hand quickly and glanced around as no one else followed suit. Hell, whatever. Let's go swim to our imminent deaths. And down the cliff they went, slowly, carefully. They moved as a team down the edge, further and further away from the safety of the familiar. Ah, uh, as if I wasn't already tired, let's make them hike down a mountain first. We're almost there. As their feet landed carefully on the sand below, they turned to look out at the water raging above the glowing pink portal. <sighs> I hate this place. We need to stay above the water level as long as possible to save air for the dive down. So we just swim. So... I'm just gonna say it since no one else is. Say what? Now that we've got wild animals here, is no one else worried about a certain water-dwelling creature with sharp teeth? I highly doubt they have a kraken here. That's where your mind went? Avaris, that's not possible. Thank you. Kraken are usually found in much deeper waters. What is happening here? You are referring to sharks, of course, right? Of course I am. Thank you, Hank. I'm just saying, your description was pretty vague. But a kraken? Y'all, look, the water's settling a little bit. If we're gonna go, we should go now. Stay above the water until we get right above it. Try to stay near to someone else. We do this together, okay? I call partnering with someone who doesn't think there's a kraken in there. That would be me. G? Yeah? Partners? Uh, oh, uh, yeah, sure. Grace threw a quick glance at Malachi, who smiled lightly back at her. Hank, I guess that's you and me. This partnership makes for a solid weight distribution. You know in the event of one of us needs to pull the other back up. Glad to hear it. All right, you heard Malachi. Stay above as long as you can. Stay close to your partner. And watch out for sharks. All right, let's go swimming. Two by two, they waded out into the cold water. The waves crashed gently on them as they continued to walk away from the safety of the shore until their feet no longer could reach the bottom. Then they began to swim. Wouldn't now be a horrible time to find out that one of us couldn't swim? Don't joke about that. I think humor is my defense mechanism. Conserve your energy. 
We've still got ways to go still. Uh, Navaris, what if there is a creature out here now? That possibility is not lost on me. Uh, these portals uh, just keep getting worse. I know. Uh, what if you were right? Uh, what if what if they're not planning on there being an end? Uh, what if they keep pushing us until we start dropping like uh, like flies? Well, what if what if the test is to see who's left standing? That possibility is not lost on me. Wave ahead. They each braced for the wave to crash against them. The water hit with the incredible force, pushing them under the surface. The water stung their eyes and they held them open, keeping their sights trained on the sky above, unwilling to let the water disorient them. A moment later, the water settled and they rushed to break the surface again. I was most definitely not a champion at this. We need to hurry. Uh, I don't know if we can handle too many more of those waves. You okay, Hank? I'm perfectly fine, Malachi. Gee, you okay? Uh, I don't think I enjoy swimming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not sure I do either. Uh, come on, y'all. We're getting there. Keep pushing. They swam in silence, the sounds of the water dancing around them and their heavy breathing filling the air. Another wave came and pushed them under, and again they resurfaced. Their breathing labored. Their arms screamed at the exertion. I hate this portal. Save your energy, Eve. We're almost above it. That looks deeper than I expected. We can make it. What if we can't? We can. All right. Listen up. I know you're tired. I'm tired too. But we're almost there, and we need to get down there. Hang on to your partner, and don't wait for other groups. Get to the portal and get through. What if there's more water on the other side? Save your air. We do this together. Together. They halted their forward momentum and they hovered above the bright pink shining portal below them, casting a friendly aura amidst the turbulent sea. Paddling in place, they looked around at each other and with a silent nod, they descended. Malachi and Hank were the first to dive. <gasps> Hank moved fluidly in the water, clearly showcasing some kind of experience. Their hands were joined as they dove deeper and deeper with ease. Their collective weight allowed them to travel quickly through the water. Behind them, Eve and Jeb made their descent. Slowly, and with a lot of excess effort, they both pushed through the water, headed for the portal, moving slowly but consistently toward the floor. Grace and Avaris went last, with a quick look of acknowledgement they dove, pushing through the water easily, catching up with Eve and Jeb quickly. Grace gripped onto Jeb's hand, and together the four of them continued their descent, reaching the portal just as Malachi and Hank did. Its stone arch stood profoundly in the water, and the word knowledge was etched into the top. And in a flash of bright, blinding light, they disappeared into the portal, the others following close behind. Light, then darkness, then light again. It didn't take long for them to realize they were still underwater, but the area around them had completely changed. They were in a room underwater. Jeb's eyes widened, and their hearts stopping. Dreadful realization hit them all. They were trapped underwater. Grace and Avaris quickly got to work checking the walls of their new environment, pounding on it in hopes of finding a way out. They found none, at least none that were quick enough. Jeb's lungs burned as they felt their constitution wavering, watching their allies, their friends frantically searching the space as their vision blurred. They couldn't hold on any longer. They took a breath. Oh my God, what's going on? What? Why can I? Breathing. I'm breathing underwater. I'm underwater and I'm breathing. <gasps> Your, your neck, Jeb. Jeb ran their fingers over their neck and felt the deep grooves of gills that were embedded on both sides. 
Oh my god! I'm a fish! I'm a freaking fish! <sighs> breathe! Everyone breathe! It's okay! <sighs> Everyone took shallow breaths as they recovered from their exertion. All right. Grace, are you okay? Of course I am. You ever doubt me? Never. <laughs> oh, I hate these portals. You're not alone. It said knowledge. The portal? Wonderful. Where the hell are we? It looks like a room in a temple. Ancient. I'm guessing it wasn't always at the bottom of an ocean. You think it sank here? I do. So, what is the challenge? So it's a room that doesn't seem to have a way out, right? Yep. Then perhaps we have to find our way out. An escape room? Uh, what? What? Start looking around, everyone. There might be clues. Uh, this wall has some paintings hung on it. What do they look like? Uh, two paintings, three people in each. It looks like they might match up. Uh, Malachi, help me push these paintings together. Malachi and Hank pushed the paintings towards each other until their ends matched up, clearly creating one large portrait. You were right, Hank. They form one large painting. So, what does it mean? Looks like there's a wall separating them, and there's words on the wall. So we need to find a wall with stuff on it? Hey, I, I found something over here. What is it? There's a bunch of symbols on the floor. I think it's a puzzle. Great. Like we didn't already have enough of that with the stupid amusement park portal. Well, wit and knowledge aren't entirely similar. Wit is keen intelligence. Which Eve showed tenfold. Knowledge, however, is facts. Skills and information gathered through education, life experience, or practical understanding of the subject. So you're saying... They, this won't be a puzzle. We will need to use information that we already have access to in order to complete this task. Oh, pretty hard when, pretty hard to have that information when our brains are all jumbled around. Well, we have to try. So these obstacles will be something that one of us should know about, right? I believe so. Okay, then. So, Eve, those things on the floor, does anyone understand them? There's this one that has a few swords on them. This one has three hearts surrounded by a circle. There's one that has what looks like diamonds, a bunch of them. This one has two trees, and that one over there has a dagger. Mm, of course. Y you know something? Nope, I got nothing. Hey, wait a second. What is? This one, the, the three hearts, I know this symbol. A and this one with the trees, these mean something. That is how I expect this challenge to go, G. If you recognize these, this must be your piece of the challenge. What do they mean, Grace? I, I, it's, it's right on the tip of my tongue. I, I've seen them before, I know I have. All right then, tell us what we have to do. Uh, they're, they're rivals, symbols for rival factions. Factions? Yeah, I, th I, I think, I mean, I, I know. So what do we do then? Push those two down at the same time. These other symbols don't mean anything. They're decoys. Are you sure? I think so. Think? Yes, I think, Avaris. That's the best I've got right now, all right? Let's try it. Eve? As they pushed the tiles down, the walls on the far side near the portraits began to sink into the floor, revealing two passageways leading down twin dark corridors. <laughs> it worked. Two rivals, two corridors. So which one do we go down? Both. Simultaneously. Um, why would we do that? The paintings. It showed two groups. There were things etched on each wall. We need to go down both at the same time. How do you know? I've done this before. I'm sorry, I, I can't explain it. But I've been through this. We will need information from both sides simultaneously. No explanation needed. I'll head down this one. Me too. Me too. Malachi and Avaris looked at each other, a tense moment of silence passing as Jeb and Eve raised their eyebrows and shared a knowing look. 
Guess that's Jeb, Hank, and I on team Not Awkward. <laughs> Jeb and Eve moved in front of one of the open corridors and waited. Hank moved in behind them. Avaris, Grace, and Malachi positioned themselves before the opposite hall. It, be on your toes. Look at everything. Even if it is not something important to your hall, it might be for us. And, um, don't die. The two groups swam into the halls, and just as they cleared the entryway, the walls rose up from the floor, closing them inside. No turning back now. How how are we supposed to give them information? Perhaps they can hear us. Hello? Hello, can you hear us? Uh, Yes, we can hear you. Uh, Barely. Is it dark in there? Yes, we can barely see a thing. It's light in here. There's a riddle or something on this wall. What does it say? I have teeth and I will bite. I have strength, but on one night. You can't be saved by your gold coin when man and beast are forced to join. Hank, I thought you said there wouldn't be puzzles. I think someone here knows the answer, and not just because they can figure it out. Werewolf. At Avaris's whispered word, lights flooded their hallway from an opening in the ceiling, revealing the outside world to them. Uh, it worked! We've got light! Uh, what did you say, Avaris? The answer? It's werewolf. I heard that riddle as a kid, I think. It's really familiar. Huh. Uh, All right, keep going. Call out if you find anything. This is one hell of a portal, ain't it? I usually love logic and knowledge to fix problems, but I can't say I'm thrilled to be forced into it. Pretty sure none of us are thrilled to be here either. I wasn't implying that you were, Avaris. Contrary to your belief, not everything I say is meant to antagonize you. Oh, screw you, Malachi. Stop, please. Let's just keep going. Make sure you're keeping an eye out for anything that could be a clue. How do we know what's a clue? If it looks a, a clue-like. What does that mean? Hmm? Hank shrugged and Eve let out a frustrated sigh. They continued swimming in silence for a few moments longer. So, that was pretty weird back there, right? Like, I can't be the only one who noticed the vibe. A uh, vibe? Oh, for sure. I've been feeling the vibe for a while, but that was pretty... <laughs> well, you know... What are you two talking about? Do you think G knows? Knows what? She's got to, right? She's not oblivious. What? But maybe she's too close to it to really get it, you know? Excuse me. Can I request that you two stop speaking in code? Sorry, Hank. We're just talking about how both Avaris and Malachi have the hots for G. The hots? Yeah, you know, the hots. Butterflies? Feelings? Like, romantically? It sure seems like it. Fascinating. It is truly remarkable how people can forge connections like that in the middle of such a traumatic experience. It is probably a coping mechanism. Probably. Most definitely is. I get it, though. I mean, I'm pretty sure I fell in love with one of the made-up people from the school portal. Teresa? (laughs) If she wasn't a fake person made up by the people who kidnapped me, we would have had a fall wedding. In the twin hallway, the others swam quietly, analyzing the walls, everything around them carefully. Look ahead. Shit. Uh, hey guys, we're coming up on something. Do you see anything that can help us over there? Well, look, uh, what are you seeing? A tunnel is completely blocked off. There are three basins in front of us. Uh, Basins? Is there anything in them? We're underwater. It would be difficult for something to be inside. We're looking. Uh, Hold on. Three empty basins and a blocked door. So they have something to do to them, right? Probably, but what? Just look around. 
See if there's anything on the walls or floors that can give us an answer. Uh, are you able to move them at all? We'll see. Uh, yeah, the top can come off. So maybe it's about the order they're in. Is there any sort of etching or drawing on either the basin or the base? Yeah, it's weird. Uh, Symbol-looking things. I've never seen them before. Uh, describe them. Someone probably does remember them. Okay. Grace moved over to the basin and described the etching carefully and in incredible detail. Uh, okay, so this one has like a, a big circle and two small lines, kind of like an, an equal sign, cutting through the circle on the top right. Uh, and it's got three dots in the center, making a triangle. Those aren't symbols, is that the letters? Letters? From what? An alphabet. Doesn't sound like any language I know. That is why this clue is not meant for you. So, what does it stand for? That is the letter U. The first one is U. What's next? Uh, this one's got like three squares overlaid over each other and an arrow. Uh, looks like it's shooting through them. Uh, there are a few that are quite similar. Be more specific, please. Okay, so center square, then overlapping a little bit of the top corner is another square. And then on the bottom left corner, there's another one. And the arrow is shooting through it, coming from the bottom left, ending top right. Uh, got it. Uh, B! I bet the next symbol is an oval with a large square inside it and four dots on the inside of the square. All right, this one seems to be an oval with a rather large square and then... Four dots inside that square? Uh, well, yeah. You knew. The letter H. It spells out hub. Of course it does. That one is the letter H. It spells hub. Put it in that order. On it. Avaris, Malachi, and Grace quickly placed the tops of the basins back on their respective bases, and the water vibrated around them as the blocked hallways in front of them slowly retreated into the floor, revealing the hallway continuing behind it. It worked. Let's keep going. Huh, Hub. It sounds so familiar. Well, we have been seeing it all over the place. Not even just that, though. It feels like I know it from before, but it's trapped. You're remembering something they didn't want you to? Maybe, but I don't know why or how I know it. But it feels... Uh, you know what I mean. The practice of memory removal is not an exact science. At least, I do not think it is. In fact, all I can recall is purely theory. But even the most advanced theories still had to deal with the memory reserves. The what now? Memory reserves. The deep-seated core memories. Things that are ingrained and interwoven so cleanly into who we are that... Even the most advanced form of memory removal would not be able to touch those, like a uh, muscle memory. So you think that Hub is something that is so intricately tied to who I was before all this that it was hard to erase? There is a chance we all know, knew about it before, but it does not seem that if you are remembering without them wanting you to, then it may have meant something to you. You said that was all theories, though. We may want to embrace the truth that we are living through theories right now. Hey, up ahead, our hallway ends. Hey, our path ends. Ours too. Looks like a door. Uh, perhaps we finish the test? Suddenly, a loud mechanical whirring echoed through the water, causing a shudder rippled through the waves toward them. What was that? Their eyes glanced upwards to see the weight, the water from their chamber slowly draining inch by inch. Uh, I'm gonna say we haven't finished yet. There's something written on our door. Uh, ours too. 
We've got a trivia question over here. It is a question over here as well. Read it and hurry. The water's disappearing. Uh, which superhero displayed the curse of Kordax at birth? What the hell does that even mean? Aquaman! How did you just know that? How did you just not? What does your door say? We need to hurry. Uh, what is the Oblivion Trial? The Oblivion Trial? Never heard of it. I got nothing. It's, oh, I know I've heard of this. Damn it. Why can't I remember? It's okay, Eve. Take a breath. You'll remember. Gods, it's right there on the tip of my tongue. Any day now! The water in the chamber had drained until only about half of the space was submerged. They lowered themselves towards the ground in order to keep breathing. I'm thinking. Think faster! Not helping! Why can't I remember? You can do it, Eve! The water level lowered until they could no longer breathe. They began gasping as their lungs burned with red-hot oxygen. Eve! I can't. I don't. I don't know the answer. As Eve's voice rang through the water, the doors sprung open. Water spilled into the chamber quickly, resubmerging them. They took deep breaths of water as their eyes adjusted to the new environment before them. On the other side of the door was an open expanse of clear blue ocean. They floated in the center of a large ruined city that sat at the base of the ocean. What is this place? I have no idea. This architecture is centuries old at least. Oh my God, we're in Atlantis, aren't we? Atlantis isn't real. Then what's your explanation for all this? A wildly innovative and extensive rendering of a fictitious environment. Yeah, well, I didn't ask you. How did we get out? I didn't get the answer. I don't know, but at least we did. The portal, it's down there. I don't get it. We didn't pass. Hey, remember, we get through this one and we are back underwater. So fill those lungs first. With water? Shit, you're right. We need to try and get as much of this water out of our lungs as possible before we go through. Then we're out of air and spit back out underwater. This feels like we're being set up to fail. I'm pretty close to failure without any help. <laughs> we go through together and we pull each other up. We'll make it to the surface, together. Hand in hand, they swam down to the portal that rested in the center of the ruins. The bright pink light was casting strange shadows across the ocean floor as they floated in front of it. Remember, we don't have these gills anymore, so don't try to breathe until we're at the surface. Stick together. And try not to die. With quick nods, they began exhaling as much as they could, ridding their lungs of as much water as they could manage before quickly disappearing into the portal. Light, then darkness, then light again. Underwater and deep below the surface. Already, their time was running out. They had no luxury of air. The pained expressions that were etched on their faces were indicators of that. Now it was a race to the surface. Up they swam, hand in hand, kicking and thrashing as fast as they could, trying to generate upwards momentum. Jeb was the first to let go, wrenching their hand free so they could pedal upwards. Avaris followed suit. Eventually, they had all dropped hands in favor of a full range of motion, their desperate hands clawing at the water, propelling themselves as fast as they could. Grace's body cut through the water with ease, her movements quicker and more precise than they had been before. She broke the surface first. Rain poured down on, her, on them from an angry sky. <laughs> we made it! <gasps> Damn, you're fast! How'd you do that? I don't know. Adrenaline, I guess. <laughs> you just moved, like, inhumanly fast, she. <sighs> Are we all here? That... Sucks so badly, dude. Are we, are we back? Did we make it? Are we all here? 
Where's Hank? Hank! I didn't see him. He let go of my hand. We all let go. I couldn't see. Hank! We have to go down there right now. Wait, don't go alone. I've got this virus. We can't waste time. Grace dove down, her muscles straining as she tore through the water back down into the depths, deeper and deeper through the murky water. She'll find him. A crack of thunder echoed across the sky. Shit. There's a storm. Weather. That's the new addition. Where's the thunder? There's also... Lightning. We need to get out of the water before we're all burnt to a crisp. Grace and Hank are still down there. He's been under so long. Don't think like that, Jeb. She isn't going to find him. Yes, she is. He'll be dead when she gets there. Jeb! Don't act like you aren't thinking the same thing. Was that there before? Malachi pointed towards a large, long wooden dock that jutted from the shore and expanded across the water. You all get to the dock. I'll wait for G. I can wait for her. You're both idiots. We all need to get out of the water now, or neither of you are going to help either of them. They're right. We need to get out of the water. Grace is still down there. And she'll find Hank and make it to the dock. Come on. Eve and Jeb quickly swam towards the dock as Avaris and Malachi reluctantly followed. Avaris reached the wooden structure with ease just as a flash lit up the sky. Shit, that was close. Avaris climbed onto the dock and helped Eve onto the platform as well. Malachi, who had passed Jeb in the water, ignored Avaris's outstretched hand and pulled himself onto the dock. Eve looked down at her bracelet, the strand of color clearly missing pink. She shook her head and looked back at the water. Come on, Jeb. You're almost there. I'm, Keep swimming. I'm trying. I still haven't come up yet. I know. Another boom of thunder shook the dock beneath their feet. Get out of the water, Jeb. I'm coming. There. Look. Just then, two heads breached the surface of the water out in the distance. Gee! We're Hank! Coming! This way! Hank began swimming for the dock, Grace limply secured in his left arm, her hand resting on his shoulder as he frantically pushed through the water. Why isn't Grace... Why isn't Grace moving? Varus, why isn't Grace moving? Hank! <sighs> Hank, is she okay? Hank moved slowly through the waves as the rain pelted his face. I'll go help. Jeb, stop! Get out of the water! I'm going to help! Jeb quickly turned and moved towards Hank and Grace. Jeb, stop! Let them help. They're closest. They're closest because they're the slowest swimmer. And they're already exhausted. They'll be okay. Hank won't be able to carry them both back if they pass out on the way. Eve watched helplessly as her friend swam to help. Her body tense. Her heart was beating out of her chest. The situation around her proving almost too much to handle. When she stopped, her mind cleared and she whispered, A tournament of champions. What are you saying over there? It's a tournament of champions. The Oblivion Trials. I know what they are. Great. Lots of good that does us now. With a frustrated wave of her hands, Eve begged for Jeb to swim faster, wanting to protect them above all else. As if on cue, a gust of wind tore itself from Eve's outstretched hands and moved Jeb through the water quickly towards Hank. Eve looked down at her wristbands as the colors glittered, a pink band slowly fading in and out. Did, did you just... I, I don't know. Hank. Jeb. Thank you for coming to help. You were under for a long time. That's true. Are you okay? I'm doing better than G here. Let's get her out. A flash beamed across the sky as lightning stretched across the dark canvas. Quickly. Hurry, please. Gods. Please be okay. Please be okay. Jeb and Hank worked together to drag Drace carefully through the tumultuous waters as thunder once again sounded through the sky. Get your asses on this dock now. 
Avaris and Malachi reached out their hands as Hank and Jeb approached with Grace. They gripped Grace and heaved her out of the water, setting her gently down on the wood of the dock. <sighs> Hank hoisted himself onto the dock just as the sky unleashed a terrifying bolt of lightning. Jeb! The bolt struck the water, sending waves of electricity across the surface, heading directly for Jeb. End. Nicole, what did I tell you about messing with precious cinnamon roll, baby Jeb? Oh, oh, oh no! I need... Cannot catch a break. Also, speaking of Jeb and things getting messed with, way to fucking get on point with the kills. Kills. What the heck? Amazing. Hell yeah. Like, oh my God. Transformers, fish in disguise. Okay, wait. No, we had the gills, the gills, the kraken. We don't have a boat yet, but there's a dock. There's a dock. I... No technology is showing up. We did good this week. <laughs> we did well. Things are happening. Yeah. But wait, wait. Does Eve have superpowers? Well, didn't Eve remember the magic school? Apparently. Yo! <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Oh. Wait. You're <laughs> You're a wizard, Eve. Just more questions. You're a wizard, Evie. You're a wizard. You're a wizard. <laughs> so you you better stop that lightning bolt. No pressure. Stop the lightning. What's going on? Well, in the magic school episode, that had to do with electricity, right? To interrupt the spell. So maybe this is a way to around it. We got to... Yes. Mm-hmm. Now we have to interrupt the electricity. Knowledge. Well, I mean, every, maybe... It's the final boss! Ah! Knowledge is, <laughs> no, wait, knowledge is power! There it is. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that, what I was thinking, something like everybody has different elemental powers or something, so maybe Eve is is wind. Uh, someone sick. else has to have... I would obviously be rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or fire. You could be fire. fire. Yeah, I think fire. Yeah, that'll work too, I suppose. Gosh, golly. Oh, man. Are we all plucked from different fictional universes? I'm very concerned about Hank. That would be pretty great if so. Why? He is the traitor among us. He is the sus crewmate. I was always worried that I would like be saying that Blue is the android of the group (laughs) and that like the logic boy would be a red herring. But Hank doesn't remember anybody and Hank wasn't tired at all. No. (laughs) He's a robot. He's a god. He's a godly robot. What's wrong with being a robot? Underwater for a long time. I hope it's just they decided to have an android on the show and it's not like sleeper agent designed to sabotage. Godbot. (laughs) Yeah. Wally. Good robots exist. Yeah. 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 So. Eva. I'm scared. It's crazy. It's horrible. Biggest cliffhanger so far. We very funny though <laughs> that we brought up that Hank couldn't was the one that couldn't swim, but Hank is the probably the best of the bunch. Yeah, it's pretty great because he's a robot. <gasps> I'm David Hasselhoff. <laughs> I will propel us through the water. <laughs> oh, no. Oh! You are your own David Hasselhoff. Why did we get every prediction right in some way? This is insane. There you go. You are Baymax Hasselhoff. My favorite robot in Wally, though, is the one that's typing the keyboard. It's this massive machine, and it just has one little arm that goes. (laughs) My favorite one. (sighs) It's silly. This whole thing has been silly. Like, how are we such psychics this week? Good robot or Ash from Aliens? All right. So 
Uh, oh, we have a note from our producer. Canonically, that robot, the one that we just brought up, who has the big arms and just press this one button, the robot is named Ty... Because he types. T-Y-P hyphen E. Because he types! Ah, that's cute. I love that. Oh, That makes me happy. So, okay. So if Eve is wind and Avaris is either rock or fire... Rock. Who's the rest? I'm kind of thinking Hank might be water, and that's why... I feel like Hank is water, yeah. You can't do the dolphins. Yeah, has to be. He can do so well in the water. That's why he's a dolphin. But what about the rest? And together they form Captain Planet. Exactly. Nah, 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 nah. Maybe that's what Hub is. Maybe Hub is the like secret government program to try and build a Captain Planet. <laughs> what if Jeb is lightning and they're just fine? Because yellow, it's like a yellow lightning bolt. Oh! <laughs> yellow lightning, right? Maybe? Yeah. He's just going to absorb it. They're the flash. <laughs> like we're all just going, oh no! And then like, and then Jeb's just like, we're fine. I'm fine. It's fine. We're cool. Oh yeah. no, Jeb! <laughs> yeah. Maybe they just absorb the energy. They yeah. just charge up. Like the suit in um, yeah. Black Panther. And so then I just like send it back out again. They explode, just glowing. Suddenly there's an AI in your voice and it's just power at 1000%. Woo! <laughs> it's me, Hank. Wait a minute, where the fuck did that come from? I did not expect voices in my head. <laughs> well, although thematically that won't mix because if, if Hank is water, then why is he pink? Starfish. <laughs> pink. Coral. But then what element is pink? I'm the love care bear. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the element of heart. It would be it would be ironic. <laughs> it would be. Also, if Hank is a robot and the element is water, I feel like there is a little bit of a Android. clash there. <laughs> I'm also, very well insulated. He could have like a nice silicone like coating. I mean, there's yeah. no way he isn't made of futuristic materials because otherwise he would have sunk he would have sunk like a rock the second he got in that water. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Just like sploosh, like you I mean, we we send robotic probes down to the parts of the ocean that humans can't get to yet. So the technology exists. <laughs> you broke me. That was the front. You're the end of the episode. Teamwork. <laughs> not fair. So fruit. <laughs> so we have not come up with any theories then for what elements blue and red would be. I feel like re- Malika would be rock. He seems like grounded and like calm. So I would for sure be fire then. I guess. Yeah, you seem more like fire. Because like, you know, ah! Earth is calm until there's an earthquake. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So that just leaves grace. Yeah, and why did you get the the superhuman boost? But thank you for coming after Hank. (laughs) Air. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that'd be... Oh, my God, wait. Oh. Yeah. Wait, you're right. I did not... That might have been the superhuman kick. Yeah, but then also, I then I passed out, <laughs> I guess. Can I also point out that Jeb was like, let's just leave Hank. He's dead. Overused your power. But then Jeb's like, we gotta risk our lives. We got... Grace is still down there. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> I mean, okay, in Sweet Baby Jeb's defense. (laughs) He's dead. Look, in Sweet Baby Jeb's defense, because Jeb can do no wrong, okay, ever. (laughs) Jeb is perfect and sweet. (laughs) He's dead. There's sharks. We're done. They are a sullen teenager, and teenagers talk like that sometimes. 
It's just how it is. And you just need to go with it because Yellow has never done anything wrong in their life. Never seen a decision whiplash to the exact opposite 180 degrees. Like, we gotta... Not that they know of. Doesn't matter if we all drown. We gotta get Grace up to the surface. I'm like, what? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Maybe they figured out early that you were a robot. Hmm? Maybe the week that everyone got knowledge and I didn't, I actually did get knowledge and the knowledge is that you're a robot, but I was like, I can't tell anyone. I have to carry this burden. (laughs) They were just like, he'll be fine. He doesn't really have to breathe. Yeah, there you go. What a twist! What a twist! Also, who said werewolf? Because... (laughs) (laughs) And maybe... Yeah, yeah, yeah! yeah, yeah. I did. Oh my God. That was the funniest callback to the last time. Yeah. I'm starting into a, a Bigfoot. Remember when Jeb was like, turn it into Bigfoot? That was so yeah. good. And we were all just like, you mean werewolf? You mean werewolf? <laughs> that was just... <laughs> I should have totally read the riddle and been like, oh, it's Bigfoot. The answer to the riddle is Bigfoot. <laughs> that would have been so funny. No, it's werewolf. That would have been so good. <laughs> Okay, big butt. To kind of go off something that Crystal said mm-hmm. earlier is that everybody is plucked from a different genre of story. Okay, so. Oh, God. Eva and Green is maybe some kind of superhero. Or like magic. Hank show. is the, the robot from a sci fi story, and Avaris is Ooh. the werewolf. Because that explains why he knows the woods so well. Lumberjack <gasps> can be. Yo. He's not a lumberjack. He's a werewolf. Wasn't my memory being in a... I hate it. <laughs> Just walk out of the booth. Hank is a mad scientist from the last episode in the... Because the last episode was yeah. like scientific experiment. Maybe Hank is the scientist from Scientist Doctor. Yeah. Didn't Malachi say he was in a carriage before? He experimented on himself. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, the gothic horror. <laughs> yeah. The Dorian Gray, the Victor Frankenstein. Yeah. Or you could be like a, a Regency hero. Just... Oh, good. Or is it more Jane Austen? <laughs> it could be both. And then, obviously, Yellow would just be like, yeah. teen drama. I really think Yellow's just a kid from the real world who is now <laughs> just like here. <laughs> I did appreciate... I love how Jeff was like, if she was real, we'd have a fall wedding. I was like, that's so cute. That whole... Con- just that whole thing of Eve and Jeb having like teenager almost talk and Hank just being like, what? What is this, children? Stop. <laughs> Can, they're speaking in code. Maybe that's why I was I was like, oh my God, Hank does not understand uh, drown. <laughs> <laughs> Let the old guy go. See, normally it's pretty hard to do Hank because Hank's like very contained and... <laughs> He's dead. Like I'm loud and weird. So it's like, I have to squish myself into a box being oblivious about how people feel about each other. I'm like, oh, they're a, okay. They've been married for three years. Cool. Gotcha. <laughs> That's why Hank doesn't have anybody. Oh. oh, no. He's still fairly new. Love wasn't in my programming yet. That's so sad. He was oh, built Hank. two days ago for this. Maybe you're like one of those, like a used robot that had their memory wiped or something like this is. I got factory reset. Yeah. They were like, can we, can we like store the memories of a robot? Well, let's try it. Oh, shit. A trade-in <laughs> for a new robot? How many, okay, wait, I have a question. Sorry, this is complete. oh God, and I just untracked us. How many episodes are left? Because I have a wild theory about the last challenge. So we're running until April 30th. So we have about a month of this story left. 
So is that four? Okay, there's a lot to cover. Because we're not going to be here next week because I need to get into that because we're running low on the episode. So we have four episodes left. Four more. Okay. Oh, okay. We've got a lot to get. We have four more left. My theory is that my theory for the last one or like the last challenge is that like a rainbow appears in the sky and we're just like, we are already in the last challenge. This is like the portal. Like we're like, we're in the portal world. The sky is just a rainbow and you only see half of the, it's a semicircle. And the challenge like with the rain, like, so like combination, like final challenge of everything. So then it goes around the world. Then we go, we have to use all of the lessons that we learned combined. So yeah, 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 right, 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 right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this is like, this was the, the, the boat with the overarching challenge the whole time. Power of wind, double standards about Hank, water, hearts, and... Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, that ending on a rainbow is a great way to end this episode. <laughs> Cold Cuts is based on an original idea by our writing partner, Declan Grogan. Music by Vincenzo Torsiello. Hub is written by Nicole Tuttle and edited by Mariah Clausen. We do this every Saturday, except next Saturday, because next Saturday, Platform presents 11 Months of Nuclear Summer by Sophie McIntosh. Story goes, the staff are just starting to settle into their roles at Camp Aster when an unfortunately timed nuclear apocalypse derails their summer plans and strands them in the main wilderness. As the months wear on and the hope of rescue grows slimmer, Camp Director Dawn and her team of young employees must fight for survival while navigating interpersonal relationships, decision-making responsibilities, and disaster after endless disaster. This is going to be Platform Production Company's first hybrid show. It will be performed live at the DeBartolo Performing Arts Center in South Bend, Indiana, and streamed across the country in real time right here on the same Twitch channel where you are currently watching Cold Cuts. The performances are going to be on April 1st and 2nd at 7.30 Eastern Time and again on April 3rd at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time. So make sure that you purchase your tickets online through the website. It's going to be a great show. I'm really excited for it. And then Cold Cuts will be returning again the week after that. So if you are behind on some of your stories... It would give you a chance to get caught up, but actually we want you to be spending that Saturday watching the show. So find some time during the week, okay? But it's exciting because Platform has been doing shows online for the most part since its founding towards the beginning of the pandemic. This is their first time getting a chance to do a live action show. So congratulations to everyone involved. It's going to be a really great time. But... Just so you know, every Tuesday, the videos are going to be posted on YouTube and the audio from this episode is going to be available on all streaming platforms. Make sure to follow us online at Platform Prod Co on all major social media networks. P-L-A-T-F-O-R-M-P-R-O-D-C-O. For more information, and we will see you two weeks from now. <laughs> <laughs>